Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you and yours. Um, I hope, you know, that your life is just going on well. Um, today is the 26th of June, I believe. Yes, it is. Um, we're almost getting to the end of the first half in fact, we're almost there. We're practically there. The first half of the year. And, um, yeah, it's been a very, it's been sort of fast year, I would say. Um, it's gone at a moderate pace. I won't say too fast, but good pace. Um, in no time at all, we'll be in September. And before you know it, we're going to be getting to December. And um, I've been talking a lot over the past few musings about prayer and about the need for me to spend more time in prayer or at least to have more of a daily discipline of prayer i think it's not really about the time but it's just about having that daily discipline of you know talking to god about things and about my life or things you know what i'm saying so god has helped me to come up with a schedule of um things like a weekly schedule um so i have a prayer sort of like item that i pray for every day and i just started it a week ago and i haven't really done anything significant i don't think i've even spent up to an hour praying but there's just a consciousness in me that on that day i'm supposed to i'll be focusing my meditation my declarations the prayers of my heart while still going ahead my along with my day on praying for that you know that purpose that individual that thing and i think it's helping me because like i said there are things i'm someone that i'm that i just walk around with a lot of anxiety about things you know, if I have some schedule coming up, I'll be anxious about it. When I've gotten that done, then I'll be relieved. And then I'll then be anxious for the next one. I'm, you know, it's like, and it just goes on and on and on. Because there's always a schedule. There's always a commitment. There's always one task or a quest or a challenge or an opportunity ahead. There's always something that needs to be done. And it's important that it is done right and that the outcome is fruitful, you know. So... Being in that state of always just being anxious is not really good for one's health and state of mind and wellness as a whole because there will always be things that can make you anxious. And I guess that's why the Bible says be be anxious for nothing, but with everything, with prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. I think that's in Philippians also, Philippians chapter 2. And it's something that I'm still learning to do. I mean, if you have listened to this podcast or any episode of the podcast before now, you'd have heard me say this at some point in time or the other. Um, It took me a while to realize that I actually struggled with anxiety. I didn't know. I just felt I was a bit cautious more than other people. But it was, I think, towards the end of last year and this year that I realized that no, this is this is anxiety. You just, I just realized that it was anxiety, and I guess it's all this awareness about you know mental health issues and things like that that made me more aware of it. That you know, there's just a natural tendency for me to be anxious about things, and I have to really, really watch it. I became more aware of it um, during this COVID period, but I I realized that it has been with me for some time, and you know, God is helping me, walking me through that. Another thing that I have to also deal with is, and very linked to the anxiety thing is also, you know, the spirit of fear. And God is also helping me with that. And the funny thing is that I don't fear the things that other people fear. You know, the things that most people are afraid of, I, I don't have those issues. And I won't bother going into um, 
I won't go into it. I don't want to go into detail about it. But the things that you would expect that people should normally be afraid of, I actually don't struggle with fear in those areas. It's in the things that you would not expect, you know, people to be afraid of. The, the things that don't make sense, those are, you know, and, and that is really, really odd and freaky. So, you know, so, you know, some, so I'm not afraid of, you know, like spiritual things, you know, ne- I'm not afraid of those things at all, you know. I mean, because God has taken me to that place where I understand the power in the name of Jesus, you know, and, um, you know, so the devil knows that he can't attack me that way. You know, he also, I mean, he's, he's, he knows, he understands, you know, so he, and I guess probably that's why he's trying a different thing, you know. So the kind of things that would freak people out, you know, um, spiritually, particularly Christians from my own part of the world who believe in, you know, a certain kind of, you know, who think about things in a certain way. Those sort of things really don't freak me out. Because first of all, the first thing I'll do is I'll check with the Holy Spirit. I'll be like, okay, is this something I should worry about? And the Holy Spirit always tells me, nah, just forget it. You know, I was just telling that I just throw it out of my mind because i know that you know the world is i know that i know that there is a spirit realm and i know that they're just things it's not that you know that the devil is a liar first of all i know that he's a liar he's deceptive and that when things happen and you know things happen either in a in a conscious or on subconscious level the first thing you need to ask is where is this coming from and if it's if you're clear that it's coming from the devil then you know that there is a lie in it then what you need to ask the Lord is, do I need to do anything about this? And if I should I do, and should I ignore? Many times he tells me to ignore. Sometimes he tells me to deal with it, but more often than not, he just tells me, don't worry. He's just trying to, you know. And once I, okay, yeah, okay, he's trying to, you know, do an Adam um, Garden of Eden deception and hoping I'll bite. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not available. And I just move on, and that's it. And nothing comes out of it, you know. But like I said, sometimes he does tell me to pray. But those sort of things, I don't have a problem with them. It's the things that are mundane that you should not be <laughs> anxious about or you should not be fearful about those are the things then of course i i have those the you know the parental um fears as well you know those sort of things so god is also helping me deal with that i've also learned to also just put all those things you know particularly on the parenting side onto the lord and just be like you know what these are not mine these are yours you give them to me, I am just a custodian, take, you know, I offer it back to you, do with it what you will, you know, and all of that, and just to remove my emotions from all of that, and to have my relationship with God going regardless of whatever it is that is going on in that space, or needs to be addressed and all of that, I mean, me and God, we ring fence of our relationship, so yeah, that's, that's it, but I'm, I'm really trying to be more prayerful, and that's you know and i'm sure the holy spirit is listening to me and he's like are, are you are you sure you're really trying because even though i've had this prayer schedule for like a week i will not really say i have prayed through but like i said i think for me it's a step because at least now i have a schedule that i know i have to keep it and i really work well with schedules i, I think I've, I've got to realize that i'm the, so i really need to be scheduled i'm somebody that if i don't have a schedule i can't schedule myself you know, because I will just wait until when I feel like, when I feel like maybe never. So I think I, I'm the kind of person that really needs to have a schedule. Um, I've been doing, going about it the wrong way, thinking I should have a spontaneous prayer life. I should have a schedule. So I have at least a plan of things, of a core issue or a core uh, personality, or a core thing or topic or theme that I should pray for every day of the week now. And... It's most of the what I would call the most 
topical things and areas in my life and of course they're intertwined so sometimes i may find out that while praying about one thing i almost my thoughts move on to something else or interlock that's fine but i am you know that the core of the prayer is around that particular situation individual or thing and, and purpose and all that and i'm just praying in fact as i'm talking like I, like I said even today today is supposed to be the day that i pray for myself and i don't i think i've done a few of like petitions before the lord and just praying and just i've done a little bit not too much i don't think i've spent up to 10 minutes you know but i have prayed and that's something because i hardly ever pray for myself i hardly ever remember to pray for myself and i like the fact that it's sundays that i get to do that so yeah so i think i don't really have that much to say today i'm not going to i just wanted to just really encourage myself and um, i'm recording this rather late i should have done this in the morning i'm recording it about 12 hours later than i should but i'm glad that i got a quiet place in the house and i was just able to do this and i think i just want to take the opportunity to just so i just want to thank the lord for his um presence in my life and all that he has enabled me to do and um, and to learn you know and everything that i'm still learning and i'm reading through the old testament now Gen uh, genesis i've gone through genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy um joshua judges first samuel second samuel now i'm on first kings and i'm really really enjoying it at least i think i prefer the kings samuel and kings is when i really start enjoying the old testament and um, so it's just it's just fun Honestly, the Bible is, God is like my hiding place right now because I think the world is just upside down. Um, the, nothing has been the same this decade. I don't know how it is for you, but, you know, from COVID, after COVID, it's just from one drama to the other. And um, in our country, Nigeria, it's just, you know, it's, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And um, even though, you know, to the glory of God, one is living you know in a relatively peaceful part but you know this, this there's so much turmoil in the society in the nation even if you're not personally you're not physically touched you are emotionally touched somehow you know you are it's just very very hmm, it's very disheartening and um you one has to like i said god is just my hiding place he's just the only place of refuge and comfort and you know sometimes I, I also take the opportunity to pray for people and people going through stuff, people whose who's, you know, relatives have been kidnapped, have been, you know, all sorts of things. You just pray and you pray that God will have mercy, God will deliver, God will save, God will protect. The stories are every single day is happening in the northern part of the country. You know, so it's just, you know, sometimes you feel overwhelmed, I must confess, you know, but we just have to keep praying. I, but I get, you know, when I read the Bible and I see that, these sort of times of turmoil have happened and God was able to save the nation when people cried out to him. So I realized that, okay, maybe we have not yet gotten to that place where we really need to cry out to God and ask him to save us. Because when I read in the Old Testament, every time the people of God prayed and they cried out to the Lord in distress, Jesus heard, the Lord heard, and he came to save them out. And I pray that we will not wait until it gets worse than this. And may God continue to raise each and every one of us to have a burden of prayer to pray for the nation before you know, so that to to stay the hand of the enemy and the and the evil one. And you know, I 
one thing that I am completely convinced of right now is how evil the devil is. You know, for me, if you want to say you do not believe in God, then you have to explain to me why there is evil in the world. And there is evil in the world, just like there is good. But there is evil in the world. And um, the evil in the world is... hmm. So I have come to appreciate the importance of people just being good while in the world. Kind, being kind, being transparent, being truthful. Because it really does add up. Because what we're seeing is the effect of aggregated evil. That's what makes it, and it, and you, the world is in this state because of that, because of aggregated selfishness, aggregated evil, aggregated oppression, aggregated murder, lies, deceit. You see how hot, how fiery, how uncomfortable it is for all of us living here. So in the same way, if we're having aggregated good, aggregated love, aggregated kindness, Aggregated peace, aggregated mercy, aggregated justice, aggregated transparency, aggregated truth. Imagine how comfortable, how peaceful, how loving, how beautiful, how heavenly our life on earth would be. So I've come to realize now that when Jesus says, let your light so shine forth before men that all men will see your good works and glorify God that is in heaven. It's an important thing. For all of us to do we may not be able to change the world we may some of us will some of us god will use us to change the world but not every one of us will even need to have to it is just enough for us to shine the light in the spaces where we are the light will do the rest but our own role my role is just to shine that light and allow the light to do what it knows how to do which is to drive away the darkness And my prayer for myself and for all those who are listening, as many as God will bring these words into their hearts, in their lives, into their sitting rooms, into their living rooms and their spaces, is that may God use our lives, our hearts, our words, everything that we have influence over to shine his light like a torchlight, like a lantern, like a ray of light, like a stadium light like a bright and shining star, like a luminous sun, and like a marvelous moon over our lives and our worlds. In Jesus' name, amen. I will leave it at that, and I I, I pray that the Lord will help each and every one of us, and that for all of us who may need a touch of the Lord in our lives, that God will meet us all at the point of our needs. And most especially make us world changers, light shiners, and disciples of the Most High God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.